a little bit about client retention, right? And, you know, as we land clients, it's something we always have to revisit, something we have to always kind of go back. Are we really putting our best forward, best foot forward to retain our clients and to keep them on board with us month after month? Because retention is key. Like it's one of the most important, if not the most important aspects of our business. If you can't retain your clients, you're going to feel like a mouse on a treadmill, right? You're just like running forward as fast as you can, but you're not going anywhere because you land a client and then you lose a client. You land a client and you lose a client. And not only is that frustrating for you, but it can also be damaging to your reputation, right? If we're all niche focused and we're like dealing in a very small, hyper-focused niche, that can go one of two ways. It can be fantastic because you get one or two wins and the word spreads quick in that little space. They're like, wow, Josh and his team at Plumber SEO are really good. They get great results. And you know, then other people find out about it. But it can have the same impact if you do poor. Like if you get a client and you drop the ball or you screw up on their stuff or you don't follow through and they, they just leave because they didn't get the result that they expected, the world the word will spread pretty quick in that little group as well. So it's really important that you've got a great process to retain your clients at the highest level possible. And so a couple things I'm going to talk about and kind of unpack. Um, first of all is you got to have a proactive onboarding process, right? Something that is fleshed out and thought out in advance. We get the client. This is the engineered experience that we want them to have. This is how we're going to get the information from them. This is what we're going to send to them to make them feel great about what they what they're doing, right? And then we have to engineer wins. I'm going to talk about engineering client retention. And, and so I, I, this is some new information I want to share with you guys. Um, you need to be having strategic monthly review calls with your clients. You can't just get the client, do the work, and expect them to stay, right? We learned that the hard way here at Plumbing and HVAC SEO. Like we really did. Dean and I, when it was just he and I, would get the clients, we were doing the work, getting them great results, but neither of us really wanted to deal with the monthly calls and the questions and the back and forth. We're like, we're just going to let the work speak for itself. And we had retention probably. We'd get a client and then lose them and then get two and then lose one. And it was just like, man, what, what in the world are we doing wrong? And it was that they, they want relationship. They need to know what's going on. They need to see the vision of what you're going to do for them next month and next quarter and beyond that. And when they get that, they're more likely to stay and they do stay much longer. And our retention rate went up quite a bit. And, um, you know, you got to get your clients results, right? We're all digital marketing agency owners. We're all entrepreneurs. But at the end of the day, we exist to get our clients a tangible, measurable return on investment, right? They need to be able to confidently spend a dollar with us and get three to five dollars in return, right? That's that's our function. We're going to help you generate more leads, more sales, better revenue, great return on investment by getting your internet marketing strategy right. And everything that we do for them from SEO and pay-per-click and social media and pay-per-click advertising, bottom line is we have to get our clients a result, right? And if we can't do that, then we really should either rethink what we're doing or, you know, like rethink what we're, what we're offering and what our package is. So, that's, that's fundamental to everything that we do. But at the same time, again, great results do not ensure retention. So I'd love to hear what you guys think the number one reason that a client leaves. Like, why would a client cancel, right? If, you know, is it because the results? Is it because um, they don't have the money? Is it because they're broke? 
So we've got lack of communication, lack of communication. Josh says perceived indifference. Mike says low value, return on investment. They leave when they feel ignored. Right, so I would say actually, I mean, all of these are right at some level, but the really statistically speaking, there's been lots of research done on this. The number one reason that a customer will leave is perceived indifference, right? When they start to feel like ignored, like you don't care, like you're not there for them, they, um, that's why they'll leave. And that's what we were experiencing. We would get the client good results, um, or at least we felt like, hey, look, you know, you've got a great website, it ranks, um, you're getting calls, and they would leave. And it was because they just felt like we sold them and we didn't, we didn't really care whether they stayed or not one way or the other. So what you have to do and what you have to engineer to really retain clients at the highest level is you have to get them results and you have to make them pursued, loved, and cared for, right? They have to feel like you're in this with them, like you understand your responsibilities to generate them leads and generate them sales, but you're connecting to like why they're in business, what their goals are, what their aspirations are, and showing them that you're bringing new ideas, initiatives, and strategies that are going to help them grow and help them scale. And so a lot of times, it's the little things that you do with your monthly calls, with the, the touches and the things that you send in the mail, with you know personalized videos and communication that make them feel like, okay, yeah, that company, that person that I do business with cares about me, cares about my end result, and that's why they stay. And that's how you can really improve your retention rate to keep things at the highest level possible. So you want to ensure that you start off with a great customer experience. Um, first of all, have some kind of new client setup sheet fleshed out in advance. So like you're knowing these are the details that I need, this is the information that I need to gather, and you've either got a printed document or an online forum or something like that where they can get you the information that they need. Um, and then you want to have engineered a new client launch call. So uh, like it's a structured conversation that talks about, hey, welcome aboard, excited about working with you. Here's the vision. Here's how we're going to be helping you guys take things to the next level. And here's what we need from you. So we need usernames, passwords, pictures, USPs, unique selling propositions, right? And here's what you can expect to happen next, right? One of the key things we found in our launch call process wasn't, um, you know, how pretty the launch sheet was. It wasn't um, how good the person on the phone was. It was how clearly they could understand what the next step was. When they knew, okay, we're meeting today and I'm going to get your usernames and passwords and we're going to meet again in two weeks from now or one week from now and we're going to, you know, set up your nearby now account, right? Something as simple as that. Knowing what the next step is makes them feel comfortable. Okay, there's things that are going to get done and here's what's going to happen next. So really engineering, especially in the first couple of weeks, what those micro commitments, what those micro steps forward are. Um, having a, a mapped out welcome sequence did a world of benefit for us. So that is not just the one-to-one the -one conversation, but a sequence of emails, a sequence of communication that happens in the first you know, 60 days where they're getting touched automatically. Like thought out, okay, we know in the first 60 days this is the communication that we're going to have with them. These are the things we're going to cover. Um, and then having that mapped out. So like a, hey, you know, here's what we're working on here. Here's what's going to happen next. Um, hey, we need these pictures from you. And just know in the members area, I've provided you guys what our welcome sequence is, what our new client launch call is. 
uh, the new client setup sheet. I'm just kind of reiterating this for you guys because a lot of you kind of knew that it was out there but maybe haven't revisited it. Fact is, now you've got some clients, you need to improve your retention rate. Like These tools are, are here as part of the program for you. Strategic gifting has been extremely powerful for us. So it's just you know, sending a welcome basket, sending a three-month gift, sending things on a periodic basis where outside of having a good account manager, outside of having a great website and great results, they're also getting cool tchotchkes and things that you know, make them feel like you care and that you're there for them and that you know, it's more than just a transactional, um, hey, we're going to generate leads for you type of relationship. So we have an example of our old new client setup sheet there, plumberseo.net slash new client. In the members area, you have access to the information that we've gathered for years and years and years. I have saved a new one because I will say this process has changed. Um, now um, we gather our details through a, uh, a web form on Zoho because our client management process is through Zoho. Clients, um, once they're sold, move over to Zoho CRM. There's a, a survey that they fill out inside Zoho CRM that all populates in. I'm not able to export that or clone it, but I was able to save a PDF version of it. So if you guys feel like that would be beneficial to have that, um, let me let me know. So we've got the, the launch call documentation. Like this is literally when we were training our account managers how this launch call should go, what the language should sound like, what information we gather. Um, it's, a, I think, like a 12 or 13-page document for the launch process. You have that in the members area. The new client launch sequence, hey, welcome aboard. Hey, send our welcome basket, set up their box folder. Um, hey, let's schedule a quick call to talk about next steps. Here's what you can expect. Hey, let me introduce you to the account team that's actually gonna be dealing with you. Hey, meet the rest of the team. It's not just me, there's a whole organization behind this. Our all 10 matra. Hey, take a quick tour of our office. Hey, we need some additional photos. Like these are engineered touches that we mapped out in advance. So when a new client comes in, yes, our team touches them. Yes, we have thought out process, but there's also automatic communication, which helps to carry the day um, a long, long ways. So also right there, swipe and deploy. I'll show you guys in the members area how to access this, but um, it's there for you to, to swipe and deploy. Send them, send them stuff in the mail. I, I think this is what often gets overlooked. These people, I mean, they spent $1,000, $1,500, $2,000 with you. You can send them something physical in the mail for 50, a couple hundred bucks that will make them feel like amazing. Like, wow, nobody does that. Like, how happy am I that I hired this particular company? So I always say send a welcome basket. Like we always said, we send a gourmet gift basket, 75 bucks. It's on automatic. Like literally, the client signs up, an email goes out to gourmet gift baskets that tells them, send this client this basket, right? It automatically happens. A couple days later, they get a basket and a note, hey, thanks so much for you know registering. We're so excited about working with you. It's gonna be awesome, right? Do you think that improves our stick rate? Like, do you think that because they just gave us a $2,500 monthly payment, and now a couple days later, they get a basket solidifying the relationship, showing them how excited um, we are to work with them, do you think that improves it? Yeah, Melanie says, absolutely. Daniel says, what's the basket? Again, it's in the members area. It's uh, gourmet gift baskets. Um, I think, it, I don't even know what I think it's like cookies and pretzels and it's, you know, just, you know, these baskets that people sit down. They're like cool baskets and they open it up and they get to share it with the team and they get to pick the three or four things they really like. That's what, that's what we send. 
Um, we also send a, a document with a binder overview, a copy of our book, testimonials, just really getting them excited about what the roadmap is over the next uh, 12 months. And then we send them a handwritten note um, from someone from the team. Hey, thanks for your business. We really appreciate the opportunity to serve you. Now, some of this would be overkill for you guys, and that's not lost on me um, you know, at this point, but you want to have something that is beyond just email and phone to really solidify the relationship and let them know that you're excited about working with them and that they made the right choice in hiring you. So I'm just going to show you guys some of the new stuff. Oops. You guys should be able to see me now, right? I'm full screen at some level. Let's see. Somebody tell me if you, hey, hey. All right, so they get the welcome basket, right? So the welcome basket shows up in their in their mailbox or hand couriered, and they're very fun and excited about that, right? The next thing we made is this welcome box. This goes out like a couple weeks after they, they signed up. So they got the welcome package or the welcome uh, basket, and then they get this, right? So let's just, uh, this is a branded box. It's through PacMail. I'll show you guys the name of the company. They cost about $15 each to um, to send out. And then this is just some cool stuff, right? It's welcome to the Engage Facebook community. You know, we actually even got a member card. So this is to kind of develop that online community on Facebook. Um, we've, we've been really focused on retention. How do we ratchet the retention rate up more? How do we make it so they have a great wow experience to the point where they're like, yeah, man, these guys are the bomb, right? And yes, the results help, right? They've got to have a great website. They've got to have great online optimization, but it's the little things like the extras that, that nobody expects that really goes a long way. So that's our engage document. We send them a, a new, like a branded plumbing, like it's not our company necessary. It's like, uh, I'm a plumber. I can fix, I can fix it, you know, t-shirt. So there, there's something cool there for them. And then we made this cool new uh, pamphlet that explains kind of like what the what the process is going to look like for them. Meet the team, right? So just that, and then we threw some tchotchkes in here, you know, uh, flashlight. So that's pretty cool, right? I was I, I thought that was you know our team our team ran with this for the most part. Um, so the purpose is really to show you guys, you gotta you know, be thinking a little bit outside the box. Don't do the, don't do the bare minimum email stuff, right? If they're spending a couple grand with you, make a nice basket, do it once. And that's the beauty of this, is like we package it up once, we build it into our launch process, and it's done, right? It just automatically goes out to everybody as they, as they sign up. In addition to um, in addition to helping with retention, can you see how this would also help with the probability of like them feeling like they had a wow experience and referring us to other people and saying, "Man, these guys are really cool. These guys are awesome." Um, that they cared that much about creating these little tchotchkes and things, like they must really care about us as a client. So then the other thing we noticed, and again. The other thing we noticed was there was a little bit of a, of a breakdown. So we sell the client. It goes to a launch coordinator who launches the experience. And then eventually it goes to an account manager. And what we found, and you're going to experience in your business as you grow and as you scale, there's going to be account management changes, right? Maybe at the beginning it's you, and then eventually you hire somebody, and then it's that person. 
And then believe it or not, at some point in the future, that person's either going to quit, you're going to fire them, or they're going to want to move to a different position in the company. So they're going to have to move to somebody else. So you're going to find that there's this hot potato dance that happens from you to somebody else. And clients don't like that, right? They like consistency. They like to know who they're dealing with. And so we noticed there was a, the, every time we had to, to rotate clients, it would create issues. So we engineered a process where when the client gets transferred to somebody new, there's a specific call process that goes into it. Hey, welcome. I'm your new account manager. Let's get to know each other a little bit. Let's like understand your goals and your philosophy. And so they have like a new anchoring, right? And we've, we've actually now turned this into something that's actually positive for retention because it's like, hey, I got a new person. Oh, they're thinking even more strategically. Oh, they're really connecting with me on a personal level. Um, and then we send a gift out from, from that new account manager saying, hey, I'm so excited about working with you. We wanted to send you a, a Miami Cuban coffee box. So this is like, it says Plumber SEO. It's got like, literally inside of it, it's got a, a Plumber SEO mug um, and some instructions on how to make Cuban coffee. And so we found that works well to, to get the client re-engaged, re-excited, and then and anchored to the long-term business relationship. And so I'm gonna show you guys how you can kind of engineer long-term retention, right? I'm just trying to share some examples of what we're doing and some of the new things that we're, that we're up to on that, on that particular front. Let me go back to my screen. Is this helpful at all to see some of this stuff? Does it kind of open your mind like in terms of possibilities of what you might do to go beyond just uh, emails and text messages? Okay, Howard says yes, good. So this literally, yesterday, this client, Polestar Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, am I sharing the right screen? Yeah. Just got transferred to a new account manager. We sent him this. Or not me, the account manager sent him this, and um, they they took it and they posted it. They actually literally took a picture of it and posted it on their in their Facebook page. So, thank you to our friends at Plumbing and HVAC SEO. They sent us a cool Cuban coffee kit and let us know it's strong. <laughs> it's uh, we appreciate everything you're doing for our company. It's all about relationship, caffeine. It's all about the relationship. Do you think at this moment in time, this client who's been with us for quite some time and just got transferred to a new account manager has a sense of perceived indifference or do they feel like this, this company cares, they are pursuing us, they want to continue to do business with us and more likely to stay long term? So Scott says absolutely. He might be talking about absolutely from something different. but um, and, and look, we got great exposure on this, right? Not only they posted it, they tagged us, I was able to comment on it. Um, I thank them and they said, oh, it's an amazing gift. Oh, we appreciate your business. So there was some cool some cool back and forth. Josh Nelson, Plumbing and HVAC SEO, having you on our team is a game changer. Know that your role is important to our success. We can't improve further. We, we can't improve further without you. Okay. So how cool is that, right? And their friends see this and it, and it creates not only this, this bonding experience with the client, public affirmation like that makes them more likely to stay as it is, but it also, um, it, it gives us positive positive exposure in the marketplace. So back to, back to reality, right? Do you guys have custom boxes and things? Probably not. Is creating a custom box that hard? It, it's really not. Um, I'm gonna provide you guys with some swipe and deploy resources on this where you can buy a box like this 
with your logo. It doesn't have to be like pictures and stuff, but with your logo um, for like five bucks a box, right? That's not expensive. And then you can have a nice, nice you know, document printed. If you have your book finished, throw that in there. Um, maybe like a branded pen and a, and a cover letter. That's all you need. And it has a very similar impact where they feel like, wow, like this company is going beyond the basics in terms of retaining us. And this isn't just at the launch. Like you want to be engineering strategic touches that they're getting in the mail that make them feel, okay, yes, they're going above the basic expectation of just doing my internet marketing and, and generating some results for me. Oops. So then you also, I mean, you, you, it almost feels to me like this shouldn't have to be said, but I've done enough of these review calls with you guys to know that it, it does. If you want them to stay with you monthly, you should be reaching out to them at least once a month, maybe more. Like at the beginning, you have to reach out a lot, but whether they meet with you to do a true review or not, you should be touching them with an automatic email, hey, here's your monthly review, like your monthly report, right? And I unpack the exact report you should send and all of that. But they should also get like a personalized email from you saying, hey, you know, I just wanted to reach out. I know we hadn't scheduled yet. Love to jump on a call to talk about. And it has to be to review the progress and to discuss what we're going to be doing next, right? That's the critical reason that outside of the relationship stuff that they stay. And, you know, what we find the reason our clients leave is that they feel like the relationship went its course. Whatever that means to them, they had an, an intention when they hired you. It was to get more leads, to get more exposure, to get more revenue, right? And they had a belief at a certain point in time that you were going to get them a, a better result, right? And so they hopped on board and they committed to whatever it was that you were charging them every month. And in some cases we do our, you know, we do our setup stuff and we let it run in the background and we hope that they stay. But at some point, if they feel like all right, he did what he was going to do, she did what she was going to do, and that's the end of it. It's time to look elsewhere. And, and trust me, they don't have to look elsewhere. They're getting calls every day, emails every day, drop-ins at their office every day from people that want to sell them internet marketing services, right? So if you're not on your game, there are other people like on them trying to get their business. So if they at some level perceive, okay, they've their whole bag of tricks has been poured out, they did everything they could, and they can't get me any any further result. It's not hard for them to say, "Okay, Dom, Tommy, let's let's give it a whirl," or "Okay, Mister uh, Yodel, let's let's give that a shot." And they've canceled your service and they've moved on. So you have to review the results. You have to explain what it is that you've done. But the most important thing is you have to explain what's next. And this is what I often see get missed. And it doesn't have to be something crazy. It could be, hey, you know, we've noticed some cool things coming out with chatbots, and we're working on some initiatives where we think we can roll out and help you get better results with chatbots. Or, hey, we're going to test something with a new page on your website in order to help you attract some new services. They just need to see that you're thinking innovatively and that you're going to be rolling out something new on a consistent basis. Retainer-based clients, yes, they'll stay with you month after month, and sometimes they'll forget about you and pay for a long time. But eventually, if you're not bringing new things to the table, they will go elsewhere. So you really got to be thinking about that in your monthly review call, in your communication process. Um, that's that's where it's at. It's it's painting the vision for what it is you're going to do for them next and why they should stay with you uh, for another another couple months. Um, so we've outlined the ideal monthly review call process, 
I've got recordings of me actually doing monthly review calls and how I conduct these monthly review calls on the phone. Um, Daniel's asking, do you email the reports or go over them? I think I'm going to pull your question over. I, th I think in your particular case, you, like you've got a lot of people at a very low price point. I think they're in like the $75 to $100 price point. Um, you know, it'd be hard pressed to make phone calls with those people unless it was to review the report and talk about how you can serve them more. There's not enough profit in it. Um, but if you're charging your clients a thousand, two thousand, twenty-five hundred, and more per month, then I, I think it should be a monthly review. It should be at least an attempted monthly review, right? Hey, I wanted to reach out to see if we can schedule a time to review the progress, go over the results, and talk about what we're going to be doing over the next 30 to 90 days. Um, you cannot, and I want to emphasize this, you should not, cannot hide behind technology. There's all kinds of cool reports that will send automatic. That's not the game. Like, people paying at these levels, they need to feel like they're dealing business with a real person. So whether it's you or somebody on your team, somebody needs to be showing up going through the results, going through the plan, and painting the expectation for what's next. So I'm glad you asked that. Um, I'm sure some others were thinking it as well. You know, bake that into your process, the, the touching of the client, the doing the monthly reviews. They're not all going to do it with you. Like we found that probably only 60% of our clients will say, yeah, let's do the monthly review, and they'll sit on a meeting and look at the, the reports and all that stuff. But you still have to be reaching out. They have to feel pursued for it. And they're the ones saying, oh, I'm too busy. I've got too many calls. I don't want to, I don't have time to do it. Hey, that's fine. But at least you've attempted. You know, you've called them. You've emailed them. You've touched them on social media, letting them know that you're trying to continue the, the conversation. And so I'm just going to close with this concept. Um, and we talked about retaining clients. We talked about, you know, the onboarding experience, what we do on the monthly calls. Um, but really what I want you to think about most is how do you engineer retention? And it kind of should look on a, on, a, on a scale like this. The first 30 days will set the pace for the next 90 days. If you can create a great experience out of the gates with your launch process, with your welcome basket, with like painting the vision for what it is that you're going to do, you're going to buy yourself at least the next, next three months, right? So engineer, get that part down packed. Where it's like, okay, we got their usernames passed. We called them right away. We sent them a welcome basket. They felt highly communicated. We set the baseline ranking report. We set up the call tracking information. We dripped out that information on them strategically over the first 30 days. The enthusiasm and excitement level is high. Like, okay, I've hired this company. They've got this great process. They've really nailed it. I feel good. I have nothing to question. For the next three months, I'm going to let this thing run, right? So that's your first thing. Bake in that first 30 days, like knock it out of the park in that, in that initial aspect. Onboarding, key, critical. The next 90 days, you want to be good enough to, to, to buy you the rest of the year, the, the, the rest, the next nine months. And the way you do that is by making sure that your service offering generates a tangible, measurable result. Like they need to know, yeah, the first 30, 30 days, the first two months, they were setting things up. They had a great onboard experience. But going into that three to six month range, they need to get something. They need to get, okay, I spent the money and I got a return, right? And so that's where you have to really think through for your particular niche, what is it that's going to get them a financial return on investment, right? Is it running a pay-per-click campaign? Is it running a call-only ad campaign? Is it maybe thinking outside the box and getting an email database of their customers and doing an email blast out, right? What can you do to generate a tangible, measurable return on investment? 
And, you know, when you get past the, the 30, 90, nine-month time frame, then it's just continuing to reinforce value. Obviously, be able to consistently prove this is what you spent, this is what you generated in return on investment. Continue to pursue them and show them the love, and the retention will stay. Now, two things on this front that I've been hearing from, from, you know, from some of you. One is my, res- my result isn't there. Like I'm doing the work, I'm doing the website ad stuff, I'm doing the SEO stuff, I'm running the pay-per-click campaigns, but they're not getting a return on investment. Like it, it's just not there. It's either the pay-per-click's too competitive or there's not enough search volume for my niche. And so in those scenarios, I'm gonna really encourage you guys to be creative, to think outside the box, to like, okay, what other things can we do for this type of client to get them a return on investment? Amazing example of this is Mark Petrie. That he's rebranded as Limo Marketer, um, and he serves Limo companies, and he 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 gets great results for his clients on pay-per-click. But he's always thinking, how do I get better results for my client? What do they need? And what I want you guys to all be thinking about right now, we're in 2019 as I shoot this. Um, the biggest thing going forward isn't going to be the little things that you do on SEO and pay-per-click and citations. It's going to be the ability as a marketer to generate revenue for them. Revenue greater than the expense of your spend and your services. So how can you get them to the money? And so what Mark did, he looked at what his average client was doing. Like they're spending money on paid search and they're generating leads, requests for limo, limo services, right? But they're not converting. They're not converting most of those leads. A lot of them don't get called back. A lot of the web forms don't get followed up with. And it's usually a one email, set it and forget it, and game over. And so he was laser focused. How do we get better results? And in order to get better results, he needs more of those leads to turn into sales. And so he actually developed a lead nurture campaign. Like he invested his own money. He charged extra for it. But he invested in building a lead nurture process. So a lead comes in. Now there's multiple touch emails going out. There's a whole sequence to convert more of those into sales. And so it's just an example I want you guys to think about, like what can you do outside of the box that would absolutely unequivocally prove your ability to generate a return on investment for your clients. So I think if, if, you're, if you're engineering a great launch process, you've got a great service that, that generates good results, and you're engineering these communication processes, and you're thinking about ways to, to really do what you're intended to do. Your whole existence depends on your ability to generate a financial return on investment for your clients. So you can really start thinking outside the box. Retention becomes a moot point. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap the session there. I am available for questions, but I want to hear like what were your key insights from this session on on retention? Maybe some some just some things that were brought back to your attention, some things that you hadn't thought about recently. Hopefully that kind of inspire you. Okay, here's some things I can do to get better retention and retain these clients at a higher level and get more referrals and and that will move the needle forward for you even more going forward. Let's see. Want to hear from you guys in comments. So on the previous slide, what do you mean we don't do any of these days and neither should you? Engineer two for our client customers. Daniel, I don't I don't know what you mean. Nicholas says, the gift is a great touch. 
Thanks for adding the swipes and deploys. Absolutely. Um, Josh says this helps with the whole retention side. I'm just going to start mapping out that process. Absolutely. Like get this dialed in right away. Um, Daniel says sending the welcome pack. Make sure that you keep in touch. No doubt. See if there's any comments over here. Scott says, I need to figure out how to get these guys more money, right? If we're selling fences, like, you got to think like the guy who's now responsible for selling fences, right? How do you do it? How do you generate more leads? But think beyond the lead. Start thinking into um, how do we generate the sale? How do we actually bring them into the, into the money? Let's see. I appreciate the inspiration to focus on some of these things. A little embarrassed to call some of our clients because we, knew could, we know we could be doing on uh, better on SEO. Yeah, and I think that's that's becoming more common, right? Yes, SEO works, pay-per-click works, but if you can have like one or two more quivers in your, in your basket that you can say, okay, I do this thing. And, and since we're niche focused, all of us, Dean, you're in, in pest control. Scott, you're in... Um, fencing, we're in plumbing. We can figure out, we can go deep in the niche and say, okay, like how do we solve problems that will make them more money? We're marketers, we study this stuff all the time. So, you know, follow up campaigns, customer nurture campaigns, um, you know, helping them, like Alan Hillsburg has been amazing on this front, um, developing strategies to connect them with more networked opportunities in their area. So just be sure you're thinking outside the, the box of what you do and like how do you innovate but do it in a, in a scalable way where you're not having to manually do things but you can say, okay, I've developed this process to follow up with your leads. I've developed this process to, um, you know, to do whatever the next thing is to generate a tangible, measurable re result and return on investment for the clients. Okay, awesome guys. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wrap the session here I'd love to hear from you guys one last time, like what were some of the key insights? Uh, what did you take away from today's session? More importantly, what will you do um, in the third quarter in order to, to accomplish your goals and in order to, in the second quarter, to, to, to move yourself forward? One or two comments to wrap us up, guys. Scott says, working with Infusionsoft funnel for them, that'd be great. Um, their follow-up always sucks to copy and paste their their stuff in the funnels on infusionsoft there you go that, that's a great way um just to kind of help you on that particular front um you might look at like active campaign it's a lower cost thing that you can plug in for clients and you know it's it's more intended to like clone things across uh, multiple multiple campaigns so that's something to think about um greg says so much content here today i feel like a fire hose just got turned off uh, hopefully that's a good thing uh, Josh says his head explode. Okay, cool. Um, let's see. Dean's going to set up associations, speeches, send gifts to clients. Uh, Scott, this is a good one to end on. Need to focus on selling, selling, selling. Yeah, everything else we talked about is great. Get back to the KPIs, right? Get back to the fundamentals. You need to talk to people. You need to send proposals, and you need to build your return, recurring revenue. So. Awesome session today, guys. I feel great about the fact that we've got clear plans for the for the quarter. Um, I sent an email out to you guys. Um, I sent an email out to you guys yesterday. I posted in the group. The June intensive is right around the corner. Um, I'm trying to plan to make sure we get enough space. 
So if you could, if you're planning to attend, and you should all be planning to attend, it is going to be a profitable event for you. Um, if you're planning to attend, go to that web form, confirm your attendance, that way I know how many people we have. Antonio is asking for the hotel code. Um, let me see if they've sent it to me yet. They said they would get it to me today. Um, I will confirm, and um, as soon as I have it, I'm gonna put it in the group, and I'll send it out to all of you. That way you know what that uh, the, the code is to get the discount to block rate um, at, um, at the Hyatt. So that's a wrap. Thank you guys. Have an amazing day. Let me know how I can help serve you and support you. Um, I'm excited to see what everybody gets done in the, in the second quarter. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon.